What's up, you majestic what the fluffs? I'm Tyler. And I'm Shorty. <laughs> and we are the, the Inner Idiots. Idiots. This podcast contains graphic language, violence, and other things that you probably should not let your children listen to. Please enjoy. It ain't wet from sweat and we ain't done yet. That's right. You know what time it is. It's time to get a little on you. So put your ugly kids to bed. It's time for the inner idiot. Boy. Oh, yay. Boy. I'm joined today, like always, by my lovely co-host, the lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books... He's allergic to shirts, but he ain't allergic to me. Lord Shorty Fresh in the flesh. Two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! Oh, I like how you clapped on your little titties that time. That was great. We are also joined today by the honorary inner idiot. You've heard him before. That's right. The no-bake cupcake. Camden Webster. Two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! How you guys doing today? Fantastic. as always. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. It's good to hear. You know yeah. what we get to do today? We get to make people laugh. I hope so. We get to laugh at ourselves. Well, that's a given. I get to laugh at you. Yeah, well, I mean, that's any time I'm around. Every time. I laugh at happy. myself when I look in the mirror, <laughs> and then it slowly divulges into tears. <laughs> then do you use those tears huh? to masturbate? Of course, there's always sad masturbation. You know, right? if you sit on your hand till it falls asleep and then wipe your tears away, it feels like someone else cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> I did know that. You're going to have to try sometime. No, I did know that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't know that. But luckily, I have, some, luckily I have somebody who wipes my tears away for me. <laughs> All right, let's get into today's top five. What? That was a joke about you guys being alone. It's okay. Continue. Today's top five. <laughs> top things, five things you did not know about us when we were kids. You get to learn something new about us today. Yay. For me, number five, I was on chess team. That's right. Are you any good at chess now? Yeah, hell yeah, I am. Yeah, just curious. I'm decent. Like, I'm not like, what's the queen's gambit or anything, but sure. I'm decent. Number four, I slept walk. And it was funny. I have two good stories for it. One time, I woke up drinking a piggy bank, like an actual piggy bank. It was a glass pig with a cork in the nose. I, I woke up right as it was like entering my mouth. It's a good thing I woke up. Choked death on Penny. The other time, I woke up at the end of it, and my parents told me about it. So apparently, I woke up, walked out to my dad's truck, and came back in the house. And as I woke up, I woke up to a gun in my face by my dad. Hell yeah. Yeah. I probably shit myself. I don't remember much, but I probably shit myself. Do you ever wake up with poop on you? All the time. We're you talking about time, things that happened as a kid, not things that still happen as adults. Okay. No. Well, I meant as when you were sleepwalking. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You said you probably shit yourself. Well, you'd know if there was shit on you. I mean, I've always shit myself, so we're going to go with a yes. A hard yes. Number three is I played the clarinet. Really? Yeah. Could you pick it up now and like play it? Nope. I couldn't even put the reed in my mouth now. Ugh. 
The only reason I played it is because my older brother played it. One of my older brothers played it, and I thought he was cool, so I wanted to do it too. You have siblings? I have all kinds of siblings. What the fuck? You've met my sister. Yeah, I know that. And then I have one, two, three, four brothers. God. And another sister. Jesus. Yeah. I don't really associate with all of them. Just one of my brothers and my sister. Gotcha. Number two was me and my brother played with Barbies when we were younger. True motherfucker. They had titties. Okay? (laughs) We were young boys. And Barbies had titties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Reba, Reba's like, I didn't play with Barbies, you fucking nerd. We used to draw the nipples on them. Did you? Yeah. That's a, that's a pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> so, if there's any 10-year-old boys listening and you're playing with Barbies, draw nipples. If there's a 10-year-old kid listening, you should probably stop listening now. Probably, but... Take that piece of advice. Where are your parents? (laughs) (laughs) Take that piece of advice and turn off the podcast. (laughs) Number one is I always ran around the neighborhood in my underwear until I was like in the sixth grade. I would just always, no shirt, just underwear, run around. And I don't know how it started. I don't know why it was acceptable. I can just remember always being in my underwear and nothing else. I don't think it was ever acceptable. I just think you did it i was a tiny guy back then though sure so i mean i wouldn't well i don't think like your weight really uh, matters in that situation you know nah, what i'm saying i guess not but i was more comfortable with myself uh, at 10 years old hmm. it was fun i mean yeah I it was very liberating which brings me to my next point is peeing outside ultra liberating and i think that's where it started it's just running around in my underwear all the time Mm-hmm. Just picking a place. Peeing just in your underwear? No, just picking a place. Stopping oh. and just moving the underwear to the side. Taking a little tinkle and then going on about my business. Yeah, I'd much prefer to pee outside than in a bathroom. Yeah. So you guys got a list ready for me today. Let's hear them. All right. Well, uh, I used to be on the Bible quiz team when I would when I was a kid going to church. The quiz team? Yeah. Like, who we quizzing? Well, they would quiz, like, they would quiz, like, Bible scriptures and stuff like that. Like, they would, like... They would always, like, whenever we would have, like, a quiz meet or something like that, they would always, um, they would tell us, like, a book of the Bible. That's what we were going to be focusing on. And we would just have to read that book of the Bible over and over again, try to learn as many scriptures as we could. And they would quiz us random things from that Bible, whether it be chapters or, like, singular verses or something like that. Like, we had to be, like, on the draw and, like, hit a buzzer and, like, figure it out. Neat. Was that fun? I mean, yeah, I was I was I was much more competitive when I was a kid than I am now, and I enjoyed being competitive. About I mean, as long as you had fun with it, then that's great. Yeah, like my parents never forced me to do it. Like I was, I went to one to because uh, it was held at our church growing up, and um, my friends was doing it. And I actually knew a handful of the scriptures just from memory, and I was like, "Ooh, I know that one." And, like, one of the the lady who organized the whole thing, she was like, do you want to be part of the quiz team? I was like, sure. So I just... Do you all do this against other churches? Yeah, we did it for other churches in the district and stuff like that. And you could win, like, scholarships and shit, like, for stuff. some of the Christian uh, colleges and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was pretty neat. Uh, another thing, um, I learned how to knit, sew, and crochet all by the age of 10. Because I watched my mom do it consistently, and I wanted to learn how to do it. What was the neatest thing you crocheted? Crocheted? Or knitted? Uh, the coolest thing I've ever knitted was a scarf that literally can turn into a blanket. It is eight and a half foot long and two foot wide. 
That's a big fucking scarf. Yeah, it's fucking huge, and it is warm as fuck. And also, not a very good blanket. No, only two feet wide. You can wrap that motherfucker around you. That's what I did. Well, I mean, yeah, but then you just not real. I mean, still. It's a fucking sleeping bag. All right, cool. I mean, whatever you want to. Some of us. And I'm not a big person, all right? (laughs) (laughs) And you were much smaller then anyways. Yeah. It's hard to imagine you much smaller, though. He probably came out that size in the out of the world. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. No, 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 no. I used to be much shorter, which is hard to believe. Um, I used to be exceedingly violent, and I would fight just about anybody, anytime, just because I could. That one, that one throws me off a little. Yeah, I never, I didn't know that one. I, dude, I used to be fucking angry for no reason. Just, I was pissed. Like, look like short man syndrome. I guess, dude. <laughs> I guess, dude. Like, I've broken a kid's arm just out of fucking spite. I broke a dude's fingers because he pissed. Like, he said something wrong about my sister. Like, sure. That's a but good it, reason, though. It wasn't even, like, that bad. Like, I don't remember what his comment was, but everyone's like, ho, ho, ho. And I was just like, hey, cool, high five. He goes to high five me, and I just grabbed his fucking finger and yanked it back. Like, no hesitation. <laughs> He had it coming. I guess. I just, dude, I was so fucking angry as a kid. I do not know why. Uh, let's see here. Um, I learned how to read by playing Dragon Warrior and Legend of Zelda. I mean, could you think of a better way to learn how to read? No. Nah. No. Probably hooked on phonics, which would make me a stronger reader, but I didn't do that. You read just fine. Uh-huh. See, video games. <laughs> Do not turn your kids away from video games, parents. No, I used to sit on my... My dad would play Dragon Warrior and stuff like that. I would sit on his lap and he would read out loud what everything said. And then I would re- like I would just say it back to him. And eventually it got to the point where I was actually reading the words without him there. So, that's, how I, that's exactly how I learned how to read. And then... Um, when I was about six years old, we used to clean our church. And my... I fell off of a wall in an attempt to catch me. My dad actually pinned my body against the wall and scarred my face up very badly. And I hated looking myself in the mirror. Really? Mm-hmm. Where's the scar at? I don't have it anymore. Oh. I mean, it's gone. But I used to like, he pinned me up against the wall, dude. And it fucked, like, it fucked my world to up. To catch you, right? Yeah, he tried. He was attempt to catch me, but he slid and pinned me against the wall. I mean, and, like, it scarred my face up super fucking bad. You didn't break your neck? Nah. Scar- I was very lucky. But yeah. Dude, if I'd have had a scar on my face when I was a kid, I'd have just walked around like, look at this. I'm a badass. No, I mean, like, it was almost my whole fucking face. Like, like whole face. The whole You face. couldn't even, like, do a two-face thing. Mm-mm. No. Damn. Like, I was young. I remember being young enough to being scared to look at myself in the mirror. Really? Mm-hmm. That was probably more defined. Yeah. Okay, what you got for us? Well, a uh, few things here. But uh, the first one is, when I was really little, I used to have hallucinations and seizures. Really bad. So up to the time I was about five or six, like, I would have really bad seizures. And right before those would happen, I would start having hallucinations. Like, Do you remember anything you would see? Yeah, like, there was this one time. Uh, it's one of the few memories that I actually have of it. Um, I was in my bedroom, um, just down the road in Delphi Drive. And... Uh, like, it looked like the walls were coming, like, literally, like, falling down on top of me. Hmm. And then I just, like, in that, I started screaming, and Dad ran in the room. That's the last thing I remember, because then, of course, I went into a seizure, which right. I, don't, I don't remember anything about that. But. Hmm. In the decade I've known you, I've never known this. Yeah. Well, it's not really something that I think about. I re- literally just thought of it right before it was my turn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, that's one thing that most people don't know about me. Uh, the second one is I hate peas. I've always hated peas. And how I got out of eating them ever. See, when I was growing up, you had to clean your plate. Right. Yep. You weren't allowed to get up. Well, we were going on a trip to Big Bone after lunch, which is a state park here in Kentucky, and they have buffalo and stuff and a bunch of cool little, you know, like a tar pit and a bunch of places you can go. Sure. Well, uh, the last thing left on my plate was peas, and I refused to eat them mm-hmm. because they're I peas. Don't, I don't fucking like peas. They're yeah. disgusting. Right. And, uh, well, I still wanted to go to Big Bone, but <laughs> I didn't want to eat these peas. So I took all the peas on my plate and I put them in my mouth. But I didn't chew them and I didn't swallow them. And we made it through like a four-hour day at Big Bone. With me still having these peas in my mouth. <laughs> God bless you. So you I just re- didn't say anything all day? Nope. I just walked around with these peas in my mouth, just refused to swallow them. But that's even worse. You would think that, except <laughs> for they never put peas on my plate again. Determination. And I think I was like five or six at the time, but I refused. I was like, no, I'm not. They're nasty. I don't want them in me. I'm not doing this. So I never had to eat peas again. And everyone's like, well, you should have swallowed them, got it over with. I'm like, yeah, but then they would have done it again. (laughs) Right. This way, I suffered for a few hours, but the rest of my life, I've never had to eat another pea. (laughs) No, it's good philosophy. (laughs) The only time I can eat peas is like in rice. Like peas alone, mm-mm. Yeah, like if they're mixed up in rice and like you know from the Chinese joints, you know I can do that. But like if somebody were to hand me like a spoonful of peas and tell me to eat that, I'd be like, you got a truck you want to hit me with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I just don't like peas. I never have, and I probably never will. Yeah. Um, there's a another thing is uh, my brother tricked me into pooping my pants. Tricked you? He did. And this. How old were you? I think I was four, five, something like that. It was, it was after, just out of potty training. I mean, I've been out of potty training for a while. I don't know what happened in your house, but by the time I was four, I'd been potty trained for. A I, don't years. How, <laughs> a I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I think that. three, three years old is about the average, right? I don't know. It's I like, guess I we remember. were just. I was just early, but I mean, I'm in my thirties. I'm still not potty trained. I'm, well, let's not get into that. This is the first time I poop my pants, guys. Not the last. <laughs> but anyways, we we were all out playing and whatever. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta poop. And my oldest brother was like, well, that just just don't think about it. It'll go away. <laughs> well, we started. I was like, all right, well, cool. We'll try this. Well, we started going out farther and farther, and it kind of went away. And I'm like, oh shit, this works. <laughs> well, what he didn't mentioned is about 20 minutes later it was going to come again <laughs> and you couldn't you can't not, just yeah, not you can't just not it. think about it at that point so i ended up with a big old turd in my pants <laughs> <laughs> and i got in so much trouble and i'm like it's not even my fault jeremy said <laughs> if i didn't think about it it would go away well i stopped thinking about it and there's still poop in my pants so obviously he's a liar he should get in trouble for lying <laughs> and he got out of it didn't he? yeah he didn't get in no trouble it was bullshit how much trouble did jeremy actually get into as a kid oh god not as much at when he got in trouble he got in a lot of trouble he didn't get in trouble a lot i got in trouble a lot right but it was always like little shit when jeremy got in trouble he got in a lot of trouble he did something really dumb um Another thing that people, unless you've been to my parents' house, you probably wouldn't realize it, but there's a giant hole still in the wall. 
And that is from me and my brother fighting. And I pushed him through the wall. <laughs> uh, it was probably the most... It's the last time that I ever got a spanking from my dad. Right. I think I was 10. And my brother was 12. We were playing Monopoly, I think. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck that game. But uh, and, I, and I was winning... And my middle brother got mad and flipped the table. Well, I got mad because I was winning, right. and he decided to flip the fucking table. But at that point, you've won. Right, but it doesn't matter because he was being a dick. Anyway, me and my middle brother didn't get along when we were younger. Sure, and, Christopher, uh, right? Yeah. We, uh, we got into a big old fight, and uh, he ended up putting me in a headlock. Well, to get him out, get out of the headlock, I like lifted him onto my shoulder and went to run him into the wall. Well, we missed the studs. Right. <laughs> we just went right through the drywall. And uh, my parents were at a Christmas party, I think, sure. for where my dad worked. And they didn't get home till like, 2 o'clock in the morning. No. But this was, like, at, like, 9 o'clock at night that we did this. <laughs> so we waited up. Of course. Until they got home to show them what we had done. Because I wasn't getting woken up to that. No. <laughs> no. Hell no. no. Oh, I remember, like... You ever cry? Like I cried so much in anticipation of the butt whooping I was gonna get that when it happened, I didn't have any more tears. I just stared. I just stared dry eyed at my dad as he spanked me. <laughs> like, what are we? What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, one other thing that people don't know, well, most people that know me know about know this about me, but you all wouldn't. Is uh, I broke my back when I was fifteen. Yeah. Uh, we had a bunch of horses when we were growing up. And uh, we rode all the time. I mean, everywhere we went. And uh, one time we were riding, and uh, we used to have this game where we'd run up to the person next to them, and we'd pull the bridle off their horse <laughs> so they couldn't control it. <laughs> well, In retrospect, that wasn't this, a good idea. <laughs> yeah, horseplay on a horse gets you hurt. But uh, I did that to my uncle, and then he went up to do it to mine. Anyway, I turned my horse around, and my reins got hooked on his saddle horn, and like his horse went that way, and my horse went that way. Well, jerking in their mouth, she reared up, and when she fell back, she fell back on my shoulders. Oh, so wow. me, it was like a T, with me as the bottom and my horse as the top. Ouch. And, uh, yeah, so I was pretty messed up for a while. Yeah. I, wa I walked on my back for like two and a half weeks before we finally just figured out it was broken. God damn. Yeah. And uh, then this goes into Tyler's sleepwalking thing. I was in a hospital bed for like six months. Yeah. Um, couldn't move, nothing after the surgeries and everything. And uh, <laughs> one night I woke up, I was I had a very vivid dream because I had to have, I had this like cup that I held that I peed in. I had this very vivid dream that I was holding that cup and peeing into it. And I woke up peeing on the hand that didn't have the cup in it, but I had everything, like, laid out like it was there. It just wasn't there. I ended up pissing off the side of my bed into the floor. <laughs> this is, like, three in the morning, too. I had to, like, call for my stepmom to come, like, hey, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but I just pissed all over the living room floor. <laughs> And of course she was mad, but she couldn't beat me because I'm a cripple. So, <laughs> it kind of worked out in my favor. Right. <laughs> you cleaned that up. <laughs> I like it. I can dig it. I actually, so it wasn't sleepwalking, but I got real drunk in a buddy's house once, right? And he walked up steps. It goes hand in hand with the pissing. 
he's drunk. He went upstairs to his room, and we're all sitting in the living room. And if you know anything about townhouses, you know that the steps come down at the front door and open up into the living room. Mm-hmm. Well, we heard what sounded like water hitting the floor. So we walk over, and this motherfucker's standing at the top of the steps, drunk as shit, just pissing down the steps. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing I had ever seen. <laughs> On that note, let's take a break, right. and we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. It is March 2nd, 2020. Dumb. It's also a Tuesday. It is goes, a Tuesday. You know what that means. It's Tyler Tuesday. It's fucking Tyler Tuesday. Oh boy. Which goes hand in hand with one of the national holidays. And we'll do that one first. It is National Old Stuff Day. I'm old stuff and it's Tyler Tuesday. <laughs> you know what is acceptable on Tyler Tuesdays? Hug a Tyler. Blow a Tyler. Clip a Tyler's toenails. Anything nice you can think of to do for your favorite Tyler in your life, you should do that today. Shorty? The fuck out of you here. Got two, <laughs> you got two Tylers in the room right you now. You can fuck right off. All right. It is also National Egg McMuffin Day. Give me an Egg McMuffin. Look, look. Knock it out. <laughs> I buy you food all the time. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. what's the difference in today? Yeah, it's Tuesday. I'm not buying you fucking food. That's what the difference is today. God damn it. Well, it's also National Read Across America Day. You could read me a book. <laughs> Look at that. We're just not one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Fuck off. I fucking love that book. It's also Dr. Seuss's birthday, but I foregoed mentioning that one. But here I am, anyways, because there was some kind of shit on Twitter today about Dr. Seuss being a racist, and I didn't want to get into it, so I foregoed it. He didn't like them red fish. <laughs> <laughs> fucking redfish they ruin everything alright stealing all the fa- fucking bluefish's jobs <laughs> alright Mo- moving on but we digress <laughs> in, in lieu of on this day in history we've been doing cities we started at the last episode give a shout out to some of the cities that are making us great and today it is Chicago it has an a population of 2.7 million. It is the third largest city in the U.S. Some popular names for Chicago is the Windy City, City of Big Soldier, Shoulders, the second city, and the city that works. Now, that's funny because last time I went to Chicago, there was a ton of homeless motherfuckers. So it's like, <laughs> this panhandling count is working? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, if you're doing something and making money, then yes. All right. Well, then Panhandlers got it. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, they are doing something. Even just standing there. I mean, most of us get paid to just stand there. Right. Depending on what job we have. So, yeah. It is also the railroad capital of the U.S. Yeah. Here's something fun. The, The name Chicago was first recorded in 1688, where it appears as Chicago. 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 Chicago, a word meaning an onion field. Hmm. Is that because the city has a lot of layers? 
<laughs> it, it really does, though. Because <laughs> it's got, like, a multi... Like, so there's underground Chicago, and then, like, the road system in a lot of places is multi-layered, mm-hmm. apparently. When I was reading, I didn't get that far into it, though. You ever been to downtown Chicago? Yes, it is a blast. It's so easy to get lost in there. Fuck that is. Where I'm from, you can see what's around you. <laughs> when you go down in downtown Chicago, it's just buildings on each side of you. I have no clue where the fuck I'm at half the time. Yeah. And it, and it's true, though. The Windy City, like that wind coming through those buildings, dude, it cuts right fucking through you. Mm. I was down I, there in wintertime. I don't remember that. You ever yeah. been there during winter? Nah. Or nah. spring is actually really bad, too, because the water's still cold. Yeah. And so the cold air coming off of the lake it's still it could be like sunny and pretty and like it should be like 70 degrees but that, that wind's wind. like yeah. still almost freezing so yeah yeah no dice for me buddy it was incorporated <clears throat> as a town in 1833 and a city in 1837 so it only spent four years as a town <clears throat> now here here's a fun one and and i'd never heard of this shit before and then camden gave me a nice little what the fuck fact and educated me a little bit. And then I had to slap myself in the face because I thought beavers and otters were the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. That's right. You look at him with disgust. <laughs> in 1900, Chicago successfully completed a massive and highly innovative engineering project. Reversing the flow of the Chicago River so that it would empty into the Mississippi River rather than Lake Michigan. You want to tell people how you reverse flow of a lake? That was just of conjecture. I have no idea if I'm right or not. Yeah. It makes sense. Really? You bullshitted your way through that and I believed you. I mean... That makes me love you even more. It makes a lot of sense what I said, but I don't know if it's right or not. I don't want to make the listeners any dumber. They're already listening to us. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true story. Like, everyone's like, oh, Camden's the smart one out of the two of you. And I'm like, see, I don't know if I believe that because some of the shit he says, I'm like, I don't know. Like, we're smart. We're both... We're both not retarded. Like that's a sol- like that's a solid statement right there. We're both not retarded, but we're both fucking stupid. But to determine which one of us is smarter than the other, I think is a hard thing depending on the topic. But like there's a fair amount of shit Cake says and I'm like, I don't believe that to be true and I look it up I'm like you're a lying piece of shit. <laughs> and he's like, "But you believed it." <laughs> and I did. It believe. sounded good. It did sound good. Like that's this motherfucker can argue. Like, but if you look it up and I'm right, then I'm smart. Right? Well, are you smart or are you just a good guesser? Well, I mean, I had Isn't to come, up, I had to come up with that theory somehow. Isn't that the same thing? I guess hypotheses and whatnot. Damn it. Scientific theory. <laughs> All right. Okay, so there is approximately, and, and this is a large number, but approximately 60 museums, 200 art galleries, and 20 neighborhood art centers, 250 theaters, 225 music venues, and 200 dance companies. A lot of artists. That probably explains the amount of homeless you saw. That probably does. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking true story. <laughs> I'm glad you're here today because I'm not on today and you are carrying it for me and I love it. Alright, so a few a few uh, landmarks is or attractions, whatever you want to call it, is the Lincoln Park Zoo, the Willis Tower, which was formerly the Sears Tower. That one I knew. Mm. And Wrigley Field, the oldest baseball, one of the oldest baseball fields around. Mm-hmm. So they're home to what? The White Sox, the Cubs, the Bears. The White Sox? Yeah, Chicago White Sox. I thought it was. No, it's the White Sox. Okay. 
The Red Sox are in Boston. Oh. I fucking I don't baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sports. Yay. And they're, and they're home to the Blackhawks, I think. I'm not a big hockey fan, but I think that's their hockey team. I feel like I'm missing one. If I'm missing one, I'm sorry, guys. And they gave us, Chicago gave us, every 10-year-old boy's hero, Hugh Hefner. Mm. That's right. Let's give Chicago two claps and Ric Flair for Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Woo! Rest in peace, Huey. Those editorials were great, guy. Yeah. <laughs> we got to find one of them Playboys in Braille. That, that exists. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> I know. I was super excited when I read about it. I was like, oh. Did the movies pop out? I don't know. <laughs> they have to. I don't know. You but don't... I'm going to find one, and I'm going to try to buy it. And, and you'd think if the boobies pop out, then they still look like boobies. Yeah. So that's that's the best of all worlds. Yeah. Throw a little Bath and Body Works on the page, and you don't even need a woman. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Reba is going to beat me when we get home. It is Tyler Tuesday. That's kind of her job. We're going to have fun for Tyler Tuesday later? Oh, yeah. Get to wear the VPAP. Woohoo! Stupid. So, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I say it at least once every episode. At least once. If you don't, then I know. Then something's wrong. So I've been to Chicago. I worked in Chicago for a little bit, and it's funny because when we talk to each other, we don't think accents. Sure. When I went up there, everybody's like, "I love your accent. Where are you from?" And they all call us the South. Like where we're at, I don't consider it the South. I mean, comparatively, we are. I mean, we're like right smack dab. We're literally right on. The Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. So, like, we're either way. Yeah, I know. But, like, Chicago We're the divider is... between north and south. Sure. But, like, Chicago is north of us, so I understand where they're coming from. But they're all like, oh, your southern accent. I'm like, I don't have a southern accent. Like I said... You all have a northern accent, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Call damn Yankees. <laughs> and I was working on in a university. It was the University of Illinois, I think. As a janitor? No, we. I was rebuilding uh, the Did Starbucks. Did you ever like inside. do any math projects on like a blackboard in the hallway? <laughs> no, I wish. Though, right? <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Goodwill Hunting, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. But anyways, there was this rule where you could not stare at somebody longer than three seconds, or you would be escorted off of campus. Yeah, right. I don't know. And this was years ago. Do they have, like, a guy walking around with a fucking timer? I don't know. I think it's if somebody reports you for staring or something. I don't know. But one of the first things told to me when I got there is do not stare at anybody longer than three seconds. Okay. It's a weird So thing. it's like two seconds? Two seconds? <laughs> two seconds? Two seconds? <laughs> two seconds? All right, now, are yeah, we talking about, like, the Mississippis, like I had to do for the editing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Look, if we're going by those Mississippis, you could, you could go without stop looking at somebody. See, there you go. That's all right. But a cool thing about Chicago is the food, man. It was the first time I ever had a Monte Cristo. And if you don't know what a Monte, Monte Cristo is, delicious. It is a heart attack sandwich. It's it's, it's really good. I don't it, know what it is. All right, so here's the thing. You're going to hear it, and you're going to be like, no, that sounds gross, but it's not gross. So it is ham, turkey, American, and Swiss cheese mm-hmm. on a roll. Okay. And they deep fry the roll, and then they sprinkle powdered sugar on it, and you dip it. And the only time I can eat raspberry... As in, you dip it in raspberry jelly. Hmm. It is delicious. I'd eat it. That sounds good. But the food up there is great. Have you been to Chicago, Shorty? Yeah. Let's hear, let's hear about it. Uh, we went to, I went to Chicago 
fuck, probably about eight years ago to see uh, to see a concert. And uh, what was the concert? Uh, Within Temptation. It's a European metal band. Okay. Um. And uh, while we were there, we went out and checked uh, a couple of the museums. We went to go see the Railroad Museum because my dad's a huge train nut, and that just got passed down to me. And uh, but like we went to like four or five different museums, and like honestly, they're all like super small, over expensive, like comparatively for like the size of them. Yeah, but, uh, Chicago, dude. Everything is yeah overpriced but the coolest museum i went to was the surgical museum which was like in a row house and like six stories tall of just different like things like just the evolution of like surgical like um instruments and stuff like that it was wild dude and very very cool just like the amount of stuff they had in there like all the history compact into that one little building was really neat that was my favorite part of chicago like even aside from my even aside from the concert that I went to, that was my favorite part of our whole trip. And it turned from like a one-day excursion into like three. I was like, screw it. Let's see if we can get our hotel for an extra two nights. And they said, yeah, sure. So we piled it on there and just stayed the whole weekend. Because we were only going to stay for like one night, see the concert, sleep, get up, have lunch or whatever, and then drive home. And then like we just kept finding stuff we were entertained with. So like when we went to go check out, we were just like, hey, is there any way we can keep our room? They're like, yeah, actually, sure. So, you just let us tag on two more nights, and we just stay there the whole weekend. It was awesome. It was a good time, for real. Well, if they wouldn't have let you stay, there's like 253 fucking hotels in Oh, Chicago. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's an absurd amount. Mm-hmm. It's like one per square square thousand feet or something. There's a fucking and hotel. I swear to God, like the hotel we were staying at, like... <clears throat> It was in a, it was in like a row like a row house as well and like our bathroom was bigger than the bedroom. What? Dude, I'm dead serious. It was fucking weird. Was like the our, bedroom just a bed? Pretty much like th- like maybe 2 feet on each side of the bed and then 4 foot of the end of it where like a dresser and the TV was stuff like that, but the bathroom was like the size of my bedroom now. Like it was fucking huge for some reason. I was like, "Why? Why is this bathroom so fucking big?" But it was the first vacation I ever took with my ex-girlfriend. I literally walked, like, we walked in the hotel. She goes, oh, wow, this is really pretty. I'm like, yep, I'm going to fuck you on every flat surface I can find. <laughs> and she was like, okay. <laughs> like, at first she was like, oh, no. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to happen. You ever been to Chicago, Cam? Have. Yeah. Uh, not for very long. Mm-hmm. My sister lived just outside of Chicago for a long time. She lived in a little place called Sandwich, Illinois. Sandwich? Yeah. It's like 45 minutes south of Chicago. Hmm. And uh, we go up to visit her, and there's a couple times where, like, when we go up to visit her, like, we... Dad drives a truck, and he's always in and out, like, the outskirts of Chicago, like, where, like, gas... Because he hauls fuel, so it's, like, right. gas stations and whatnot. We've never actually been, like, downtown, because they don't allow... Big semis. Big semis downtown. Yeah. So he decided... We decided... He decided he wanted to see downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. So we went up there, and... uh Drove around for a little bit. Sure. Visited. It was really nice down there. Yeah. Well, we walked around some, saw some stuff. I've been up there like a couple times, but never for very long, never to do anything like serious, but yeah, just kind of visit and see what's going on. Oh, another thing I did see in Chicago was Obama. Did you? Yeah, he was doing, uh, it was when he was doing his political tour and me and my ex were in there and like, as we were walking by one of the parks to go to one of the museums, um, like, the Secret Service or whatever was all, like, stacked up. Like, we saw all their black SUVs and whatnot. And uh, 
we could see him standing on a stage way off in the distance in a huge crowd of people. I was like, hey, look, the president. <laughs> then we kept on walking. <laughs> now, with all these awesome Chicago fa- facts, let's not forget that Al Bundy scored four touchdowns in the 1966 championship game against Andrew Jones High School. What's his name? Al Bundy. Oh, my was a, God. I thought that was a guy on a sitcom. It is a guy on a sitcom. <laughs> shorty. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Shorty. We love you. Is that, is that the joke? Is yeah. That, that, oh. That's oh. And that's why it's funny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fucking God. I was like, I know that name. Why do I know that name? That can't be a sports guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, you're serious? We're talking about we're talking about high school football. Oh. Yeah. Why are we talking about high school football unless it was just, Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I don't know sports things. Sometimes you use your brain. All right. Just, <laughs> just no. All right, on Tell that note, we're do. gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. We're gonna educate uh Shorty on married with children. Yay! Horse and carriage. Well then, should you turn your hobby into your career? That is the question today. All right, and that's what that's what we're trying to do here. Obviously, we're here talking the shit to you clowns. So, I personally want to get into comedy. Shorty, I want to open a couple comic book shop. Yep. Cam, other than lighting that candle, what do you want to do with your life, buddy? Um, (laughs) to be determined. Did you burn your hand? Uh, but no, I, I'm actually uh, trying to uh, thinking about writing a book. Yeah. No, I've I you you've read me some of your your stuff. I've read some of your stuff. Your stuff's actually really good, man. But you always delete it. Yeah, that's because I wasn't serious about it at any point. It was just something I did for fun. Are you ready to get serious about it? Mm, to be determined. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I mean, we're here. We're we're working on our stuff. J- join in, man. Start writing again. Well, he mentioned it about a week ago. He mentioned, he's like, I think I'm going to start writing again. He wants me to like, he said he wanted me to like almost proofread it, but I'm not grammatically skilled enough to like actually do that. But like, just as like a fan of the fantasy genre, I'd be right. able to read it and give it. He critique. understands like the whole fantasy thing and like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, your cloud is over here. It is permeating in my nostrils. <laughs> That is not a fantasy. <laughs> that is reality, my friend. I'm so glad like the door's opening. I'm so sucking, glad sucking that you're here out. for this. Because I owed you so many. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But yeah, you should definitely, man, write more. So. And whatever you need from me and Shorty, we'll help you out. We got you. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's a given. Somebody actually reached out to me last night about doing stand-up. There's a few open mic nights coming up, which I might jump on. Yeah. I might. Stage fright's a motherfucker, though, man. I swear. I, I, I get mean, up I'll there. Sta- I'll stand, like, I'll sit, like, right in front of you, like, st- you know, center stage or whatever, and just stare at you dead in the eye, try to make you not nervous. I'll sit in there with my underwear. I've seen you sit in your underwear. That's very relaxing to me. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'll sit there in my underwear. Yeah, I mean. I'll just you don't work- have to imagine the audience in their underwear. <laughs> they will be. <laughs> right? Yeah. We'll be but, sitting there in our underwear, like, wide-eyeing you. But that's why I'm doing this. I'm trying to turn my hobby into a career. Right. And then you, your pools, man, they're always great. Everybody loves them. Yeah. 
I mean, the comic book shop. Speaking of which, it is Tyler Tuesday. <laughs> Get out of here. This is Shorty's pull. Yeah. Shorty oh. can pull Tyler. Yeah, no. There's two of us. You got two hands. <laughs> is he skiing? Or is, is it gay porn? gay porn? No. Uh, no, the comic book shop's uh, a little bit harder just because it's like just a business. And, like, especially around here, like, there is a lot of comic book shops. And, like, I don't want to compete with them. So I would have to move location drastically to, like, try to expand or whatever. And, like, I'm not – I don't have the business mind for it. Like, I'm not educated enough in that side of it to uh, actually get into that kind of thing. And, I mean, it's just – and plus there's a lot of learning into it. And I would, like, I would definitely need a partner. And getting a partner that knows, like, just as much, if not more, about comic books and stuff like that. Like, I have a dream team of who I would have work in my shop. And it'd be, like, Camden for, like, uh, board games and, like, D&D and stuff like that. My buddy my buddy Wes and uh, Automitis would be for, like, Magic the Gathering. You know, um, my buddy Big Bill would also help out with board games and D&D and stuff like that. Like, those, those guys are who I would look to to help me out. But the problem is, is, like, I don't have anybody that would help me fill the comic book slot. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I would want two people for each thing because I want to be in an, a full-on encompassing thing. That way, like, no matter what side of, like, the nerd fandom you fall in, you would be able to come in and have a good time into the shop. And that's what I would want. Like, you know, every anybody, like, whether you're into comic books, magic um you know D&D or even like even Harry Potter and like find things to do like me and Camden have gone on very lengthy discussions about what we could do in a comic book shop that mm. other shops aren't doing and we've discussed it back and forth and you know like yeah this is all well good and fun but you know the logistics of it is very difficult to come across like one the finances and everything like that it's a huge hindrance now if we were able to get enough money from doing this you know the podcast and whatnot like to help me push that in, dude, I would totally, in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. like, I would jump in it. But. Push it in. Well, let's make it happen, man. <laughs> I like the idea you had about having a studio in it. Well, that's that's one of the things. It's like I would have a studio that I could do, you know, a permanent show of not just the inner idiot, but I could do, like, you know, Shorty's Pool on a weekly basis of just, like, this is what's coming out and talk about every individual issue for an hour and just go into different th- topics and stuff like mm-hmm. that and new things happening in D like the actual wizards of the coast world whether it be D or magic and new board games coming out like those those are things i would love to do but just the logistics of it are so hard to like come across you know like building an actual business is a pain and it's something that i don't i'm not comfortable enough in that um field to like expand on you know what i'm saying yeah. i need somebody with a business mindset that would be able to help so you know you and i create a very this is why our chemistry is good because you and i together are one complete swimming pool like you're the deep end oh and i'm over here the shallow end like your answers are always so deep and i'm just like ah this is what i want to do i want to make you laugh i want to make you shit your pants like or i want to make you cringe any of those are acceptable reactions to my jokes sure Mm. but yeah Maybe that's why we work. Maybe. You're the deep end of my shallow end. Weird. Camden, back to you. Right, motherfucker. That's all you need. That's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah, I, I mean... know. I know. And it's not. And here's why. It's because it's kind of like comedy, right? And especially as much as I read, like it's really hard to come up with an original idea because I've read all the ideas. Exactly. And that's what people don't get. It's the same with writing jokes. 
like so if you're a musician you can do cover songs sure if you're an actor it's written for you now i'm not i'm not shitting on any of these things because they're all difficult in their own right right but if you write movies like how many people have gotten away with just redoing a movie and people are like oh they remade this that's awesome you know what I mean? Or how many how many times is like the same movie came out at the same time uh-huh. with two different names and slightly different plots? Yeah, because like someone stole a screenplay, <laughs> like the um, White House Down and uh, Olympus, Olympus has fallen. fallen. Yeah, yep. um, you know, uh, Deep Impact and. Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So someone's like, hey, they have this really cool script idea. And it's going to make millions. Well, we're going to do the same thing, only slightly, slightly shittier. <laughs> slightly <laughs> different. And when, and when you're a writer or a writer of jokes, like, I can't take another stand-up comedian's thing and just do a cover of it. Sure. That, that's frowned upon. It is very frowned upon to use somebody else's joke yeah. and claim... And and to even use them, it's frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas as a writer, you can't do a cover of somebody's book. Mm-mm. The best thing you can do is a review, but then you're not doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the hurdles and the difficulties are there. Because oh, there's, yeah. there's only so many words you can use and only so many wor- ways you can arrange them. So. Well, I was reading a thing one time. Yeah, was... and English is actually harder than most languages because yeah. we're a very poor language. Oh, yeah. We don't have nearly as many words as most other languages. Yeah. Like, we use the same three words to describe something, you know, like, it's a blue boat. But they have a specific word for blue boats. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and... Well, it's just like read and read. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those are all things. Like, yeah. that's the same word, same spelling, just pronounced differently. Yeah, I mean, even in, like, conversation, like, if I say big blue boat right. or small blue boat, they have specific words for a small blue boat and a big blue boat. Right. Whereas we just have, we're using the same words in different ways. Yep. So we're actually a really poor language when it comes to, like, trying to say something new. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it makes you, sense. You have to rearrange the same words in a different way, whereas you could use different words if you were speaking a different language. True. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was reading an article one time about how there's only 32 plots like different plots in the world like like for a story or whatever so like if you like no matter what story you read no matter what story you watch whether it be movie film you know whatever uh tv show there's always the same 32 plots applied to it and like reading it like reading all the different plots whatever was pretty like mind-blowing like thinking about it like breaking down different movies and stuff you've seen yeah at that point it's not even about like what you're doing new it's just about what you're doing better you know what i mean you're trying to say the same thing someone else said you're just trying to say it Differently. Differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to find your own like voice or whatever. And that's what, you know, a lot of art, artist art is about is just yeah. finding your own way of doing the same thing that's already been done. Right. And trying to make it your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the moral of the story is if you know somebody that is in any way in the arts, appreciate them, support yeah. them any way you can. Throw some change at their feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shorty, Shorty's got a great hat for that. <laughs> I do. I got many great hats for ca- uh, catching coin. That's right. So, we're going to take a break. Do you have a pool for us today, Shorty? Uh, I'm sure I can come up with one. We're going to come back to Shorty's pool. All right. We'll do you have right an extra back. one? We might be back in a little bit later. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>